Exciting. We're back for part two of the fun and fabulous Tony nomination prediction fabulousness with two of my fabulous friends who are catty as <laughs> but catty because we love we love the theater and we love talking about it and we love everything that goes on with the world of theater and it's just this is just part of the crazy celebration and and you know we are this three Three queens having a great time talking about. Yeah, I say we're not catty. It's tough love. We're displaying. We're tough love. Tough love. That's what we're giving. (laughs) So here we are back again with, you know, we're going to do Age Before Beauty because it is me here with my (laughs) actor, writer, author, playwright, Bon Vivant. You're a Bon Vivant as well, because this bitch be traveling. If y'all follow him on Instagram, honey, she be going all over. If you follow, I'm just saying, you know, let the people know, Greg, honey, you here. I like to travel. I'm so jealous, too, because, like, I just wish I could travel more. But, yes, (laughs) my friend Greg Allen is here with us to diss and dip and do. And, of course, of course, we can't do this without the voice of the youth, <laughs> at least younger than us, because <laughs> we found out in our last episode that yeah. we have been doing this now for over 10 years. This is 10 years yeah. since Paul and I first met and sat down and did this on the radio back at Sirius. And then as the podcast became what it became, then it bringing Greg along. And it's been so much fun just being able to kibitz like, you know, three sisters hanging out talking about theater and bringing all of our different perspectives and energies into this particular conversation and so i'm so thrilled to have you guys back again and we are about to dip and do honey because on june 11th 2023 ariana debose is going to be hosting this year's tony awards again and look at the smile and um they're doing something interesting because they're going to take the first, I guess, the technical half, like what we did, and uh, do it on a separate channel at 6.30 on Pluto. And that's free, that you can download the app yes. or wherever you are, and you can get it. And then on at 8 o'clock on CBS and on Paramount Plus, you're going to be also able to see the actual Tony Awards presentation, the full thing. Now, with that, don't they also do like a lot of interstitial, the in-between stuff you'll see like on maybe Paramount Plus? You know, like when that's they're watching... The first, right. yeah, so basically most of the technical awards mm-hmm. are going to be in the first half, right. as they call Act One. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I don't love that it's not on TV. It used to be televised and then eventually went off TV and then it came mm-hmm. to streaming. But there are people around the world who want to see it who won't have access to Pluto TV. Mm-hmm. So that for me is not great. Also, like, what the hell is Pluto TV? <laughs> why Pluto? Like, why not Paramount Plus? Yeah, why not Paramount? Yeah. Or, you know, like this, and to me, like, here's here's a marketing opportunity that Paramount Plus has lost because Paramount Plus could do one of those, like, <laughs> you know, here's a, a special invita- invite to see the Tony Awards on Paramount Plus and then give you the option to to buy on or something like that. And what you find is, like, you could, you could wind up picking up a whole bunch of new subscribers by offering them yeah. something that they want to see. But, you know, Again, nobody asked us. So, <laughs> and and the Tonys um, are at a theater in Washington Heights owned by Lin Manuel Miranda this year for the first time ever. And mm. um, I sent you a text of this, but the poster it kind of looks exactly like in the Heights. Mm. Like, I was like, oh, okay. So is this like a reunion of In the Heights? Maybe we'll see. <sighs> well, you know, again, <laughs> it's like. On one hand, you hear this and you're like, oh, that's really great. They're going to bring the, they're taking the Tony Awards uptown. But also, what theater is uptown? There's there's no theater uptown. Up- and well, why? Broadway is midtown. What, like, what's, what, exactly. Again, yeah. You know, this is going to be one of those moments where we, we, we will see, because again, everybody's, you know, I've noticed that no one's talked about the whole location, 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 but I guess Radio City was not available. And therefore, they just chose not to do it there, or they could more shade. 
<laughs> more shade on the more Tonys. Shade. You know, and and so, you know, gee, thanks well, thank for the you. offer. I would have rather them, did, if they're going to go all the way there, they should have gone to that beautiful theater space in Brooklyn, that that place where Diana Ross, when she comes to town to do her shows in Brooklyn. The, but again, Broadway... But Broadway, hey, listen, is, Broadway, Broadway could be in Brooklyn, but it just isn't. But it just you know, isn't. At the current moment, you know what I mean? <laughs> I just again, but Broadway, the street goes up to in the heights. That's true. It does. So, so it, does. it goes all the way out of town. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, technically, yeah. You know, it's so funny. I used to be a tour guide and I worked downtown. And one of the things that I had to talk about in my tour was like what New York was like during the, the early development of New York. And so what you find out in this tour is that Broadway actually was a Native American trail that went from all the way from lower Manhattan all the way up to where, you know, you're seeing what we mm -hmm. call, you know, Upper West Side, the Heights. But, <laughs> but it would take you like days to get there. Yeah, yeah, it goes up into Westchester. Car. It, it goes to it goes into Westchester. So yeah, you know, God bless. So, so yeah. again, you can do Broadway in Westchester at this rate, you know. But again, thank you, Lynn Manuel Miranda. I guess for saving the Tonys once again. If if Radio City was not available, <laughs> right. he, he needed no. the press. You know, Lynn Manuel needed the press. You know what I you mean? Know. It's 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 time. He's he's got to put his foot in something. But again. God bless oh. him because he's helping to keep theater alive and keeping this commerce going and giving us something to talk about because we're shady queens. Anywho, <laughs> but we are here. We're going to talk about what is going down. We're going to do the list of performances. We're going to talk about the best plays, talk about the best musicals. And then we're going to hope and pray that we are right. At least I am. And then, <laughs> and then, and then we will be celebrating the, the love and, and joy that we have for theater. So let's get it started, Daddy-O. Hit it me, hit me, hit me. Best performance by an actor in a featured role in a play. Jordan E. Cooper, Ain't No Mo. Samuel L. Jackson, The Piano Man. The piano Lesson, sorry. Piano Man. <laughs> the piano man. Adrian Moyfish, The Doll's House. Brandon Uranowitz, your, your, your buddy. My baby. Uh, Lepashta. Wow, that was... Yeah, thank you. David Zayas, Cost of Living. Okay. Hmm. Brandon. I'm going with Brandon. That's, this is going to be Brandon's I, year. I love Yeah, I think love, so. Love, I can see that. I him in this. That's my baby. That's my, he's like my, one of my original Broadway booze. You know what I'm saying? So I'm all yeah. by bread you're in. Walking he's away. wonderful. He's this, this is his fourth Tony nomination. So I think yeah, that, so I, I feel like this will be a wonderful time for him to walk away with, with a show that you could be super, super proud of. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this is something that I'm sure if he And he feels connected prize, to it. And yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. this is, this is a prize for him. So, ooh, Brand Uranowitz, this is for you, baby. Uh, some people left out of the category were like Andre De Shields, Michael yes. Potts, Scott Foley. So, but you, you know, know what? I think it was a busy category. But it I really was. was. Like, it was a super busy a category. Lot. But here's the thing, though. I just got a text from a friend of mine who lives in Georgia. And she's like about an hour or so outside of Atlanta. And her doc she's a doctor. And her office is around the corner from where they're actually now filming the piano lesson. The movie's being oh. filmed right now. So, mm. you know, wow. it's, sad, it's sad that it may have not gotten as many nominations in those particular categories, I'm sure. But I would be mad at getting my check from SAG or, for, you know, my Screen Actors Guild check from doing this movie. I'm not going to be mad at. So, like, good, good kudos for them, you know. You know, I think there were so many left out, too, Paul, because there was all these limited runs this runs. year. Like, they would throw in these shows in for a few weeks, which made them eligible or a few months mm -hmm. and so i'm like at the end of this year i'm like there's a lot to cipher through and to try to pick out who you're going to pick for me to that like i was surprised like cost of living came up exactly i, I, mean, I enjoyed it but it was so long ago and they still remembered it that's and that's well you know sign. 11 shows out of 38 were nominated this year wow, wow. so that's a big discrepancy <laughs> well i mean yeah. 11 out of 38 and of those 11, like how many are still running? You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Most, most, most of, them. of them. Some of them are not. But, but most like, yeah. but Bravo for Cost of Living and Manhattan Theater Club, they're having a nice little cute season with the nomination. So 
Yeah. yeah and but, bravo to Paul and his spreadsheets because I love him and his figures. <laughs> well, he, this, the thing is, is that we need Paul every year because he keeps us organized. So, oh my God. Boom, boom, boom. Exactly. And in this column, it says this, and this exactly. column says this. This is why we do this. But I, I think that this is in a play, um, it's got to be brand. Is that what we just did that? So it has to yeah. be brand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Best performance by an actress in a featured role in a play. Nikki Crawford, Fat Ham, Crystal Lewis, Perry, A No More, who could have also been nominated for 1776, um, Miriam Silverman, The Sign and Sydney Bertine's Winslow, Katie Sullivan, Cost of Living, Kara Young, Cost of Living. Hmm. Ooh. Interesting. Ooh. Well, what's still playing in that list? Fat Ham, right? And, and the, the Sign in and Sydney. Sydney. The Sign and yeah. Sydney Bertine Winslow. That's the revival, Lorraine Hansberry. Um, yeah, and that's I the only acting nom they got, so, which is a little surprising. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, which is great considering that you know I completely forgot that it was open. <laughs> um, so it snuck in. They 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 evidently yeah, they did last, it last second minute. at yeah. bam yeah. yeah. they transferred. So I yeah. I'm gonna go with Fat Ham on that one. How about you? Where you at on that, Greg? Uh, I yeah, I mean I, I I I honestly loved Katie Sullivan. I I don't. I don't think they'll remember that or, or she will get it or enough people mm -hmm. saw it and it's not still running. But I think there was something really incredible about her performance that I forgot what I was watching. And I'm like, oh, like, like you said, that bathtub scene, mm -hmm. I was gone. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, this didn't just happen. This, this is not happening. Like, you know, <laughs> for, like for, for like a split second, for just a split thought, second, I thought it was like a technical something that had happened. And I just correct. and I panicked because I was like, "Yeah, is this?" And I was like, "Oh, oh, these mother scratchers know what they're doing." So, you know, and again, that was one of those. You know, I lucky enough to to do my side hustle to be able to sit in that room and watch that show a couple of times, and to meet Kara Young, who was the the, she was the one that was taking care of the take, the take care of the other guy, yeah, the other, other guy, and. You know, my I told her I said my favorite moment with her was when she was getting ready for that date that didn't happen, and we and I was like, all the all the queens that were sitting near me were like, well, girl, give it serving, and she was like, you know, it was so much fun being able to just have that kind of freedom and to know that people were paying attention to me like that, and it was great. And she's a, you know another one. It's like this is her second or third show. Yeah, because yeah. she was she was in Clyde. Remember yes. Clive's? I saw her. I yeah. saw that too. Yeah. And so good for her. But with cost of living, the fact that they even tackle the subject matter of disabilities, I'm like, good for them. Good like for that's them. something different. You know, we're talking about a diverse Broadway, and that doesn't always have to mean black, white, how we look. Thank like you. they went there with this, this disabilities. And I'm like, you know, I was and, pulled into that story. And and the mm -hmm. the, the problems of what it is literally the cost of living like how to yeah. you know one one guy's got it pretty much sewed up and the other person is like you know struggling on a day-to-day -day and what that looks and like and the one guy was an asshole so it's not like just because you have a disability i'm a good guy I, exactly I he was an asshole he like, was a douche yeah <laughs> right so cool. you know like we'll see we'll see but i think that this this is probably going to be a fat ham i think moment. you're probably right just because yeah, people I think have access right. yeah. to it because people have mm -hmm. better access Next um, just quickly, a couple people could have been nominated in this category. Sharon D. Clark, Daniel Brooks, mm -hmm. DRC Cardin, mm -hmm. Casey Levy, Emily Burgle, Katie Finneran. So, yeah. you know, congrats to the people who got nominated. Um, yeah. Okay. You know, it doesn't always happen. Okay, so let's go to lead actor in a play. And oh, lead is not featured for... Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I had my featured... I'm music. just doing plays first, I figured. Okay. Um, okay. So, the, the nominees are... Yaha Abdel Mateen the second, mm -hmm. uh, Top Dog Underdog, Corey Hawkins, Top Dog Underdog, Don mm -hmm. Hayes, Goodnight Oscar, mm -hmm. Stephen McKinley Henderson, Between R Riverside and Crazy, Wendell Pierce, Death of a Salesman. Mm. What do you say, Paul? You know, it could be Sean Hayes. Um, mm. He's is he the only white person in this category? Um, <laughs> I just. They just pick that I, out. Which would be horrible. I didn't, I didn't want to say it. Yeah. yeah. 
But you know, that's Wendell some, that's Pierce. That's a diversity blacket and black for your behind, honey. They, they, they ain't playing they, around. I mean, that category think, is what? That's straight up hood, honey. I mean, they ain't fucking around. There's a lot of white categories, only white categories. So we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. Um, I think Wendell Pierce definitely possible, but maybe yeah. Stephen McKenley Henderson, uh, a I, really fine performer. I think I think the battle would be between those two particular actors because those two mm-hmm. are very very well respected actors. You know, it's, uh, especially McKinley because he's a more respected character actor because you see him in different kinds of things. Like you remember that that Lady Bird thing with uh, what's that girl with the funny name? who won, she was nominated for uh, not Oscar, her and Laurie Metcalf for the movie Lady Bird. Is it Lady Bird? Oh. You remember? We saw he, the film. And he plays the Catholic priest in that particular thing. Then you see him in that movie with um, Matthew Broderick and Eddie Murphy, the, 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 the thing where they're stealing the money from the Trump-like character out of the building with heist, money heist. Heist. And, and you see you see him in that in that role. So you see him a lot. He's also wonderfully done with Fences. Did you see the Fences movie with Viola Davis? And and yeah, what's yeah. he plays the best friend to Denzel Washington. And, and it's did like, he win the Tony when he did it on Broadway? I believe he, I did. he did. I believe he did. So like yeah. he's he's got a, a a good history. And Wendell Pierce is mm-hmm. just fabulous. And then you know that big he had his like his Patty Lapone blow up moment too. He so, had his you know, moment. Yeah, <laughs> he had his moment too, and and rightfully so. And 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 I think they're going to do a film version of that Death of a Salesman as well. So like oh. you know again mm. going back to the people that have been ignored from that, and he may get that that opportunity to do like um. Oh my God, Tracy Letts did for uh, Virginia Woolf. Remember when he won that year for Virginia Woolf and that play was closed long before the Tony nominations. So the fact that they're remembering that is great. I wish that Top Dog Underdog would tour and Mm. because that's a nice two or three person, is it a two person play that has a power that I think that's a beautiful thing that could easily move through the country. But what do I know? Nobody asked me. Um, but yeah, a lot I of think, people left out of this category. Yeah, like Oscar Isaac, John Benjamin Washington, Nathan Lane, uh, Jeff, Danny, Jefferson Mays, Jeremy Danny, Pope, Danny Burstein, Danny Burstein. Yeah, you know, I but the good thing um, I know about Danny and Burstein, I saw all this, of those plays, I didn't see these. I'm seeing Sean Hayes in a few weeks, even though there's a backstory there. I'm sure you both know about all that went down with that play. Mm, oh, with the like, producer and the writer or something. Yeah, there was a, yeah. apparently that it was stolen from a different play or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of that going on there. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say a black actor is going to win this category. <laughs> yeah. And that black actor will probably be Wendell Pierce. <laughs> that's who yeah, that's who I, I think so. Probably right. Yeah. And I'm yeah. and I am I'm cool copacetic with that altogether. So sorry okay. Sean. <laughs> So but if Sean, now, if Sean, but if Sean wins, you know everybody gonna give somebody a side eye. I'm just gonna say. Oh yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah exactly. Mm. Best performance by an actress in a leading role in a play. So we have Jessica Chastain, A Doll's House, Judy Cromer, Prima Fachi, mm-hmm. Jessica Hecht, Summer 1976, and Audra McDonald. Ohio State Murders. And now and this is the opposite because there's only one black person nominated <laughs> and three and- white people. And they only did four people. And I thought, well, that's really shady because Summer mm-hmm. 1976 has two actresses. However, it goes Rachel by the as well. yeah. number. They only do it by if this many people are eligible, then it's a percentage of that amount that gets nominated. Got so it. That's right. why I, okay. I kept thinking, you can't throw Laura Linney a bone too. That's weird. Uh, well. Unless you're uh, Aaron Tveit, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Who's next to normal? Ooh. <laughs> Catch me if you can. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> I bet you they're going to go with the Hollywood person, but for me, I would go with the other Jessica. I really like Jessica Hector, summer of 1976. Keith and I were yeah. kind of talking about it a little bit. She just... She got me in this play. I was just, I was leaning into her, but I liked her character probably more than the Laura Linney character. So, like you just called it two white women complaining. They're just sitting around talking. That, you know, I, I, like, again, uh, I, I think, go ahead, baby. 
No, go ahead. I was gonna say it's, I think it's gonna be Judy Judy Comer. The prime, uh, prime she's Jody. Jody. Oh my yeah, god, she, she won. Jody. She's incredible. Well, she this, won in London. That the yeah. show won best play actually. In like this, this, this yeah. person. I don't know anything about the show, but except for what I'm mm. hearing, the the buzz, and I hear that yeah. it is intense. I hear that it is. Um, like you once you get into the theater like they lock you in like you can't there's no people coming in and out like they have to keep you focused on the story and so like I said for me having not seen her performance I have a feeling that that's going to be the performance to beat because it is coming in with so much um, gravitas and so much um, you know backstory especially with her London thing you know blessed God bless Jessica Heck like I said I MTC shout out you know I love me some you um, but this particular, <laughs> no, I mean, but this particular play, like I, I usually, I don't even write reviews to things because I always feel like reviews, you, you like when you do it, it, it kind of puts you in this, this, this place of thinking that you're, you know, so much more superior that you have, this, but it mm. was just, it sat on me so heavily when I saw it because it was like, okay, I see this, but then there's also fat ham and there's also prime prima facie and there's leopoldstadt and there's all of these really like intense dramas and intense comedies and they're diverse and the subject matters are so weird that when you put this potato summer of 1976 next to them you're like it's just a couple of white girls talking about shopping for furniture at one point and how the kids turned out at another point you know who may or may not be having an affair you know eh. You know, it's like, there's something nostalgic about it. And actually, I've talked to two different people who saw it that it instantly hits them thinking about a past relationship with a friend or something. Mm -hmm. And it maybe, maybe it just, it, um, being older, I do this a lot now. I, I'm looking back as we keep, as we keep getting older, mm -hmm. we keep looking, keep looking back. back, honey, with and our glasses. So <laughs> I felt like that. Yeah. I can't take mine off or I can't read. Um, <laughs> I felt like in a way that's what that's that's why this one hit me. Mm -hmm. Um I know I shed a few tears watching it. So it was just a different kind of experience like I, you know for different people. So yeah. And again, mm -hmm. I, I am not the demographic. You know, big black gay guy watching two white women talk about <laughs> shopping. It's not my thing. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? And and yeah. but, no, but no tea no shade because like I said, you know, in that same review I said Laura Linney is the quintessential white woman, honey, she can play them all. Oh. She does them all. Yeah. And when you see her in that damn Ozark, shut the front door, honey. Oh, she's yeah. so good in that. Yeah. So, so it's not about them. It's just the piece. It's just meh, nice. It's like, oh. I describe it as you remember in um, History of the World. There's a great scene where Dom DeLuise is is sitting at the throne as as the king of Caesar or something, and they bring him this gift, and he gets he looks at the gift and he goes, "It's nice." nice not thrilling but nice and that's how i feel about that play this is nice yeah, yeah. all right let's move to the musical okay. actors yes yes <laughs> yes best performance by an actor in a featured role in a musical kevin cahoon shocked justin cooley kimberly kimbo kevin del akio i don't know how to say his last de, name but i Eglo. love him he's so de Eglo, and some like it hot jordan donica Danica Camelot, Alex Newell, shot. Okay, this category is shot down. It is very obvious if you've seen, I, I know we haven't all seen all these shows, but um, it is 100% no one else is going to win. And I think two of them could, but it's Alex Newell, hands it's down, it. nobody else. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, what about you, Greg? So um, I loved that Kevin Cahoon said, like, I've been doing this for, you know, this many decades, and this was his first nomination. I was so happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. and he is so freaking funny, and his delivery is is wonderful in that. I think Alex is a gem. I think what Alex is doing in this role is freaking amazing. And just playing a woman, like, it is a woman. It is Lulu on stage. Mm -hmm. You have right. no questions about it. It's not there's like, no what, talk talk about it. It just is. There's it nothing. Is. It just is. Unlike in something like it hot, you know, we're 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 dealing with that. We're dealing well, with that. But the but the difference with something like it hot is is that we're it's being presented as an initial conversation. They don't Correct. they don't they, it's like Correct. it doesn't it doesn't right. evolve beyond you know the conversation and I feel like Daphne. And that's right. where I'm going. 
and, and I don't, I, and, and, I, and I don't know how. About. And the other one was, I don't know how I'm going to dress any other time. You know what I mean? I might dress and this Alex, way, and I might dress that way. When, when Alex chose this category, by the way, um, right. which was very smart, say, yeah. but also, yeah, and and Alex, when Alex sings "Independently Owned." It's like the only song in the whole show because it brings the house down and everyone else looks like Boo Boo the Fool, even though they're great because Alex is so good. He's so big. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and it's that, that, that thing about, you know, you just need that one song, that one yeah. moment, and there's your tone. Written because, for Alex. Right. Too, so. you know? right. Um, but that, I also, I love, yeah. I love Kevin in Some Like It Hot. Oh, he's so funny. From top so to bottom. Funny. From top to bottom, uh-huh. everything about him. And the thing is, as I was where I was sitting, I couldn't gauge exactly how tall he is. But it was like mm. next to Jay Harrison Gee, it was like, okay, right. well, you are short. And I was like, and I kept thinking, if he was next to me, he must like come more. But I would just eat him up. He is so I know. He's so delicious. Yeah. And then and he's like got some new award for the way that he dances because he's like all like limber and wiry and cute. He's ooh. so again, not having seen Shucked. Hearing everything that I hear about Alex's performance, which I think is, you know, groundbreaking and fabulous, um, I'm still going to be some like it hot with my baby. That's my Michael, you my baby. Miss it's baby. a good option still. I, yeah, yeah. But, I, but I would not I'm be going to some like it hot I too, would... but I have a reason for it. And it has to do with when we get to best actor in this category. Okay. I don't know if, I don't know if they're going to say we're going to go non-binary with both i just don't know if people would go there so i'm mm-hmm. saying some like it hot for this category okay all right um just just notably gavin creel was left out of this for into the woods he's so good in that it was fun yeah now yeah. on tour uh and kennedy um kalagawa for into the woods i know playing milky white you're like oh that's that's not even a role of like mm-hmm. no he's no it is. it's essential it's essential to uh, the story so, you're right anyways. you're right okay all but right. speaking of Into the Woods, best performance by an actress in a featured role in a musical, Julia Lester, Into the Woods, Ruthie Ann Miles, Sweeney Todd, Bonnie Milligan, Kimberly Akimbo, Natasha Yvette Williams, <clears throat> Some Like It Hot, Betsy Wolf, and Juliet. Mm, this, this is, is a, a hard category. category. I was going to say. And this it, is tough. This is a tough one. And, and for These sure, women are good. They and, are hitting it. And I've changed yeah. my mind several times just wow. as I went through this. I oh, was, wow. Mm, Talk because I kept going back to when I saw some like it hot when Natasha, I'm like, this was at the beginning of the season. I feel like when I saw it and I went, this woman just won the Tony with this role. Oh my God. <laughs> like She was so good, baby. She turned like, it out. Julia Lester. I loved her into the woods. I love that she got nominated. Um, everyone loves Bonnie Milligan again. Yes. Kimberly Kimbo didn't quite do it for me. It- I just didn't do it, but I still loved her. Mm-hmm. But I'm I, I'm going with Natasha. It's yeah. I think it's actually I'm I'm gonna be honest, guys. I don't think there's any other person except for Bonnie who's gonna win in this category. I think it's gonna be 100 percent of the votes to Bonnie when the Tony voters mm-hmm. are counted. But I could see we'll that. See. I could see we'll that. See. I mean, I could possible. totally. But see everybody that loves belting Bonnie. But is it? Do you think yeah. it's this role, or do you think it's because they love her? Belt and Bonnie? It's because if they love Belton no, Bonnie, I think then... it's a performance. I think yeah, it's a performance. you do. Well, I it, it it just didn't do it for me. It, it didn't I, do it for you. That's okay. You yeah. know what? And, that, and to each his own. That's what I love about yeah. all of this. I I am gonna be with Natasha because I'm telling you, the minute she walked out, I was like, "Who is this girl?" Me too. And then me it was too. like, then she started singing. I was like, "Oh, this thing, come now!" And then it was like everything else about the character, everything else about the performance, everything about about how it fit into the whole story and how they yeah. let her be exactly who she is and didn't change anything about her and still made it fit into that story that, you know, we all have a different, you know, for those of us of a certain age who remember Marilyn Monroe, have a different uh, interpretation of that whole project. You know what I mean? That whole thing. So to see what they were able to do by bringing all this energy in that's different, and then it'd be so gosh darn fabulous, you know, don't yeah. think, I'm still mad that Adriana Hicks was not nominated for anything, because Oh, wait, we didn't get to that category yet. You know, <laughs> but she, you know, but I'm just saying, you know, it's fabulous. All right, so. Best right. performance by an actor in a leading role in a musical. Perfect. So we got Christian Borrell, Some Like It Hot, Jay Harrison Gee, Some Like It Hot, Josh Groban, Sweeney Todd, Brian D.R.C. James, Into the Woods, Ben Platt, Parade, 
Colton Ryan, New York, New York. Mm. Wow. Well, wow. Yeah. That's a pretty interesting category. <laughs> what say you, Greg? So there are some wonderful performances here. There are some names that we expect to see. Yes. And there are some names that I, one particular, I was shocked. Um, but I'm going to go with Jay Harrison on this. I would really love to see them win and, and take this. There was something very special about that performance. There was something yep. very special about what they did with this role. I remember leaving and saying to people, they handled it so smartly. They handled it in a 2023 way without banging us over the head. That was my biggest thing. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to shove this down our throat now. I'm an old queen on that. Mm -hmm. These young people. And I was like, no, they did it. They did it. And it was smart. You know, and I and I love them. I, I, I that's where I'm going. Because, you know, for me in that particular moment with Jay Harrison, it was all all it was summed up in such a very subtle moment. It was mm -hmm. in the middle of that song when they were changing, getting ready to change into being Daphne and what's the name. And it was when he put that glove on his he had put the glove on his shoulder and he just like stared into the mirror. And it was like, oh, oh yeah, ooh, ooh, something, yeah, something just who is she? Who is she though? Who is she, yeah. she just who is she? Yeah. And it was like, and when I saw that, I was like, now that's the perfect, easy, like I see where I how we're gonna do this. And then from that moment on, the way they opened up that little portion of the storyline, you know, I loved how they handled it. I loved how it was, you know, it's like when they ask him, like, well, what are you gonna do about your dress? And she's like, Well, I'll, whatever I feel like wearing, that's what I'm gonna wear that day. And it was like, and that was all that was said. And you remember that because it was 1930. Like, you know, how open right. of a discussion you're gonna be able to have about trans issues. But it's a great conversation because it it shows in a weird way that this stuff is not new. All these people are correct carrying on like folks were dealing with this stuff back in 1930. They, they just had to stay hidden because they would have been dead. You know, right. what was that that movie with um, Glenn Close where she played the the butler, Alvin Don? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like we don't have to talk about that. We don't have to talk about it. But I mean, it's like, on the play. <laughs> but, you know, but I'm just saying, like, it's it's that kind yeah. of, you know, we're looking at that kind of life that that person would have had to live at that time. But they gave us just enough for us to, oh, look at that. They sprinkled that in. And they were able to carry on all the extra diversity. So, and it's not to take away from the amazing, you know, of everybody Sweeney, else. People are like, "Oh, Sweeney Todd should win." Mm. Oh, you know, Ben Platt is wonderful in Parade, mm. and and I hit my phase of I was over Ben Platt, and uh -huh. I saw him in this, and I'm like, "Oh, you're back." No, he's back. Yeah, he's back. He's back but, to the basics. But there's something so special about this year of what they were able to accomplish in this moment in life with this role and that performance. It's, and it's that, that performance. performance. And and to take it out of even more so, it's like, look at the political climate that we're in. Like this this is something that even, you know, as we, as we tout it as performance and we look at it as the style and we're all about it as actors and creatives, we see it for that level. But there's also another, uh, a piece of this that on a political level that, him winning this award, or even with Alex Newell winning that award, it mm -hmm. would it would bring a conversation of what are you people wasting your time and energy fighting about? Because look, we over here singing and dancing, we ain't giving a shit about you and your fucking kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so well, and so also you can that. think about you can think about okay, so people tend to win if they're doing drag or if they're doing a gay character, but it's usually straight people. But okay, let's think about we have. Tootsie, Santino won, right? Mm -hmm. he's, he's straight. Um, Billy Porter won. He's gay, but he's not a drag queen. Right. And then Jay Harrison Gee is a non-binary performer that chose this category instead of, you know, a leading actress mm -hmm. as an example. And I think is so fantastic. It's not, I, I would say it's sort of a non-binary character. It's not obviously explicitly said. Right. But that that's sort of the the idea of the character. And mm -hmm. that would be, I think, pretty powerful, especially for people at home who are maybe young or they're identifying that way. And they're like, wow, if they can win, mm -hmm. I mean, that's really incredible. You, don't don't forget Harvey Firestein, Edna Turnblad. Um I try to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but go all the way back to George Hearn for Lacage. Lacage, straight man. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. 
but exactly. it, but it'll be it'll be a really interesting take to have that happen. And it's so funny too because I have a friend of mine that I went to college and high or uh, junior high and high school with, and her her child is non-binary and presents themselves as non-binary and when she asked me about a show to see because they were coming to new york city i told them to go see some like it hot specifically because i knew that that element of conversation was there and i also knew because it was african-american that it Mm -hmm. also was a discussion that they were able to have in that conversation so to me it's like it's a this this again I tout some like it hot as ridiculously as I have been just because, you know, I'm a ridiculous queen. But as I come now talk to you guys about it, I also realize there's another level of this show that has an impact that I just I'm now just thinking about in conversation. Yeah. And so yeah. and, it and just me so love you know, it even and, more. And Juliet has it also as a storyline. So yes. for young for young people dealing Women. with that, I say go see that and, and see yourself on stage as well. Fabulous. And there's a non-binary performer in, in, in that dancing, case. which is closing very soon. Um, just one last thing I'm going to say. Toby Marlowe um, did win as a, the first non-binary artist for the composer lyricist for six last okay. year. Mm, so that was right. the first one to win. And that's very exciting. And okay. could be a performer this year. So we'll see. And, and then and then we'll sort out. And if out Ben Platt wins, out. then the white people win. I don't know what to say. But um <laughs> Uh, hopefully not between, between ben and josh you know and i i yeah. like josh i like josh a lot and i think what he's doing over there is really fun and like i said i get to see but him do they know it's an actor category and not a singing category oh, oh. well listen okay you said it so tony, I haven't tony shalhoub <laughs> oh that's why i haven't gone to see it because yeah. of that reason so just so you know I've, oh. I've stayed away from that one what you say, uh, Mr. Sw- but Mr. Mr. Spreadsheet has <laughs> has Brian yeah. Jesse James ever won a Tony, Mr. Spreadsheet? No, and he's been nominated ten thousand times. Here's mm. the thing: he actually wasn't eligible for this for this category, and he, he was did. not in the opening night, right. and he was out with COVID, I believe. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people have been out, especially at that time, and they pushed the opening night retrospectively, so he was eligible. Um, but you know, he, he was great. I saw him in the show, but. Yeah. Um, I think other people probably shined more. Uh, no disservice to him, but he should put a I I went the day after or two days after it opened. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I saw his understudy, and he's fabulous. Right. And he's yeah. out on the road now with the show too, but he's wonderful. Oh, fa- right? well, I I love Brian Darcy James just in general. Everything I've ever seen him in, I've always loved him in. But I'm gonna say my favorite performance for me with him is something rotten. <laughs> I loved him in something rotten. You know yeah, why? Because I, yeah. I didn't know he could tap dance. And then I saw him tap dancing and I was like, oh my God, you're a dancer too? Oh, I love you even more. We love, love tap dancers. I, you know I love my tap dancers. So again, okay. I, I feel like in this cat, it was Brian Darcy James, won the list mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Oh, Brian Darcy James, Ben Platt, Colton Ryan, Josh Groban, Jay Harrison Gee, Christian yeah. Borrell. Christian Borrell. Christian Borrell, I love him, but he did not stand out in that show as much as I thought he would. I yeah. mean, it, I I love his his presence there, and I love what the relationship that he has with the his. I love his characters' relationships that he has with um, Daphne, and I love mm-hmm. I like that dynamic, and I love the way that they played that to where he's ride or die with him, and I like that. You know what I'm saying? I love the aspect of the character. I, I, but right. it's it's the performance. He's he's fabulous. He's keeping up with everybody on that stage. So I, I'm not mad at him. But like in the end, it's all about. I think the big the bigger message, and I think it's Jay Harrison. So I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, okay. let's get these Best ladies. Let's get these ladies. By an actress in a leading role in a musical are Annalie Ashford, Sweeney Todd. Sarah Bareilles, Into the Woods, Victoria Clark, Kimberly Akimbo, Lorna Courtney, and Juliet, Michaela Diamond Parade. Mm. Interesting. And, Three of these are are revivals, you know, yep. in this category. And I will say, there was someone who brought up when it comes to having maybe separate categories or keeping, you know, genders in the same category. What if we had a best leading actress in a revival category? That could be very mm-hmm. interesting, too. You know, different than originating a role. Because um, I will say, and you mentioned this before, Adriana Hicks was not Where nominated. She? Where is she? She she should have been featured and, though. I think that was a mistake by the producers, quite honestly. But that's just my opinion. 
And and the woman, um, the the lead from New York, New York, where mm -hmm. he where Colton got exactly. And yeah. Philippa So could have been nominated for Camelot yeah, or Into the Camelot. Woods was not nominated. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's there's a bunch that were left out. But Patina Miller would have been fabulous Patina for Miller. nomination. And Paul, Wasn't you brought up an interesting thing when you when you yeah. just said about you know if we combine into a performer and no more actor actress. I do believe if we were to do that, yeah, cis women, cis women are going to get shafted because mm -hmm. if we do that, we're going to get more men are going to get in over women for whether it be stage, whether it be film, it's always going to be then there will be end up being more men in those categories than women is what I think would end up happening. And so they yeah, will be the It's ones. interesting. And Alex Newell brought that up. Like, I'm glad so many women were nominated this mm -hmm. year but um but yeah it is it's definitely something that needs to have the discussion i don't well, think anyone has come up with the perfect solution yet I, you well, know? You no, know. but i like your idea about a revival like yeah. why because if there are mrs lovett you're like oh it's it's that role they get to play that role or gypsy yeah. every year yeah. somebody's gonna play mama rose mm -hmm. well then the role is always gonna win Right, <laughs> almost. You oh, know what I mean. True, depending depending on who's doing it and what they're bringing to it. You're absolutely correct. Right. You, yeah, you know, it's interesting though because um, who was it? The, the, we, you know, I, right at the beginning of the award season, that last rush, it was the drama desk, drama league, and outer critic circles, who, who mm -hmm. all decided to lump sum everybody into genderless categories, categories. To make yeah. genderless categories and, and another award search too not just them but yeah right but but what i find fascinating is is that the discussion becomes what do we do with all these performances what do we do with all these things and we put all these people in the same category it's not any different than the technical categories where you've got you know mm. male male and female um you know gender identified you're right choreographers and and lighting people and they're all there in the same category but it's not you don't have 65 of them so how then are you going to manage you know creating a category that you know if you're going to be this specific or this open then you're going to still have to narrow some of the choices because even you know you're going to have to someone's going to have to say there's going to be six you know six five five things from you know one category cis non-binary and whatever and put them all together in one thing and then figure out how you're going to make that hodgepodge and that's that's going to be a mess however if we're going to start the discussion if not now when so mm -hmm. it yeah. better that we do it now better that we all look at the tonys and be like well how come you didn't do it because that's what everybody's doing they they did it over there but you can do it over here but i think the tonys they have probably advanced spent so much money keeping everything in the binary that there's no way that they could flip reverse any of that now to accommodate what I saw as a surprise because I didn't I didn't know that that was going to be happening with those categories I didn't either yeah and so it was a surprise to me so I could see how for the Tonys they were like well what what is Outer Critics doing what are what is Drama Deaths doing and and and, and Keith I mentioned to this you before the people getting nominated or winning at categories for not their gender identity has been happening since the 60s so right. it's nothing new to nothing the new. Tonys it's just something that people don't think about well, um, and, it's a, and it's about giving recognition to where recognition. Paul, do you mean in non-performing, uh, non-performing no, categories? in performing. In performing, yeah. I'll oh, send it to you later. But thank you. Um, okay. So, who do, who do you guys pick for this category? I say it's a hundred percent going to be Victoria Clark. I don't know if Greg I have, agrees. I have, I have Victoria <laughs> Clark too. I, that's uh, that's who I have. You know, I, I'm I'm partial to Anna Lee. I'm partial to Anna Lee Ashford. I know that I'm I'm a little bit biased because I do get to see her perform pretty much every night, I will say. And I, I liked it better when Chris and Chenoweth did it. Oh wait, that was Schmigadoon. Oh wait, what are we oh, talking about? Oh shut up, shut up, don't be rude. <laughs> but let me tell you something about her performance. And then and then, you know, if you do get a chance to see it and look at it from that perspective, we look at I look at Mrs. Lovett as kind of almost clownish. You know what I'm saying? Like she's she's a little too over the top in a lot of, of different performances. And it's it's great because she's an over the top kind of character. But what Anna Lee does is that she brings the humor. She brings the crazy, you know, because she is making meat pies out of human beings. I mean, you know, it is a wacky idea. 
and she's putting it all together like you feel bad for mrs lovett because you know mrs lovett is you i never thought about mrs lovett as having had a crush on sweeney todd for 15 years uh, enough to hold on to a, a a set of his razors thinking that he may or may not come back and like you start thinking about that and it's like the way she plays it you you see it you see mrs lovett fully as a human versus just a cackling crazy woman with the the hatchet you know what i'm saying and i love all of that about that sh the role so i'm i see that and i'm i see it every day and maybe i'm, I'm very partial but i know that everybody loves victoria clark too and i hear that yeah. she's, well and victoria she's like, has been with this show forever from the beginning and what what she has created in this you know um this universe very very strange universe is is pretty remarkable because you believe her you believe yeah. she's a teenager like so so i mean so i having not seen that performance i i feel like that's probably going to be the favorite because you know it's great for and everybody else michaela diamond i hear is just tearing it up over there at parade she's wonderful mm -hmm. she's you wonderful know? in that role so it'll and be i forget how young she is she's there's this maturity she brought to this role like so quickly i'm like weren't you just in share like graduated high school and you just did share and, and now do this mature role you know yeah that's, that's and, a great thing wonderful that's a great thing okay next category you ready yes best best revival of a play the piano lesson a doll's house top dog underdog and the sign in in Sydney Bernstein's window. Um, okay. And I'll just say the two the two shows that were not nominated: Death of a Salesman and Ohio State Murders. Um, Death of a Salesman really surprised me because me I feel like that <laughs> any time that show's revived, it gets nominated. It gets nominated. Like, how, how dare yeah. you not nominate it? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. Arthur Miller. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. How dare you? Um, wow. Hmm. You know. Because I would have thought Death of a Salesman would have been the one, but maybe it's, I don't know, a doll's house or piano lesson. I don't know. What do you well, think? What do you think, Greg? I did not see any of them. <gasps> Wait. Neither I'm embarrassed. Have I. Now that I think ah! about it, now that I think about it, neither have I. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, wow. so we should move on from this. No, 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 no. Paul gets to do a monologue. No, a, no but I, I will, I will give you them. my my estimate from a deductive place. Yeah, <laughs> a doll's house is the only one that's still playing. A doll yeah. house is another no, show that the sign in Sydney Burton's window. Sign is playing as well. Sign, yeah. It's a doll's house. It hasn't closed yet, right? Oh, okay. Well, sign is the sign is still set. Yeah. Okay, but again. As we mentioned earlier, we just found out that that show was actually running what last week. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just started, so, like, yeah. You know, yeah. ha again, happy to be nominated. Um, and it's you know, Lorraine Hans very fabulous. Um, but at the same time, it's like it's about the commerce too. And so Jessica Chastain is sitting her butt right over there at the doll's house. It's getting great reviews. Everybody's living and loving on it. They've got you know interesting people talking about it. It it's it's worth nominating it and letting it win for the sake of keeping that business open and all these other shows they've making movies out of one they you know what i'm saying like there's things happening to those other projects so they're fine you know what i mean mm -hmm. so yeah. doll's house is the winner <laughs> my She's brain went to this i saw a doll's house part two a couple of years ago i'm good Ooh, with laurie metcalf that show was, it was fabulous so good that <laughs> play was amazing I didn't and need so to reach funny out. i'm like i don't need to go see the original now because that was i okay. was so satisfied that show turned me out i was like oh work how you modern that up i love that yeah with condola okay, are you ready well. yes we're ready yeah. let's do it best play best right? play Ooh. a no mo mm -hmm. between no riverside and crazy Cost of Living, Fat Ham, Le Postach. Le Postach. Gotta say. Um, uh, there's a, so many that were left out of this category. Peter Pan Goes Wrong, Pictures from Home, Prima Facci, The Thanksgiving Play, Walking with Ghosts, It's Christmas Cow, The Collaboration, Goodnight Oscar, The Kite Rudder, Life of Pi. So it kind of goes on and on. Obviously, mm -hmm. <laughs> All the ones plays. I saw were left out. <laughs> were left out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's a pretty obvious winner this year. It's really surprising that Ain't No More was nominated because it didn't get no audience. It, it ain't got no audience, so why are you here? It's not running no more. And it ain't no more, um, you know. But I mean, but luckily that's great for the playwright, and that's great. Yeah, no, it's, it's great, great recognition. So 
it is. That's great. Yeah. But so wait, Paul, who are you going with? Fat Ham. Mm. I want to say I'm Fat Leo Ham. Polstadt. I'm but Leo. I think, but I think Leo yeah, Polstadt's going to be the, the two. winner. Yeah. It's between Leo okay. Polstadt and Fat Ham. And, and again, for two, one really good reason. They're both still running. They're both still running. It will be Tom Stoppard's last play. Maybe. Bum, bum, bum. Perhaps. 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 I mean, but at the same time, you know, commerce dictates what. Will this yeah. be Aaron Sorkin's last play? Oh no, he'll be. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, best revival of a musical. So we have Into the Woods, Camelot, mm-hmm. Parade, Sweeney Todd, and the two left out, as many will know, seventeen seventy six and mm-hmm. Dancing, which got completely shut out of right. the nominations. Let's see. Where are you with this, Greg? So when I saw Into the Woods, I absolutely loved it. And I've seen the show a million times. And there was something about this that just grabbed me. I know it was concert. I, but I loved everything about the way they had done it. Um, that said, it's closed. I don't think it'll win, you right. know, because, because it's no longer here. I did not want to go see Sweetie Todd. Maybe I need to go see it because you, everybody listen, keeps praising it. Get your butt to Sweetie Todd and just stop being, uh, you know, you just cut it out, mister, right now. <laughs> because I probably should. I'm, I'm going to pull it. this show over right now, Pally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think in this moment, we need Lepestat, whatever, <laughs> the Tom Stopper play, to win or parade. I think because of how Jews are continuously getting persecuted in this moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Parade yeah. should win, and I've had friends in Sweeney Todd say that Parade should win. So there you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it will be between Parade and Sweeney Todd, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't that's think that's really that's the showdown. Yeah. And again, yeah. and either one of did them you guys see Camelot? Mad. No, I'm going. Everyone slept weeks through Camelot. I stop calling me. I should switch my tickets to Sweeney. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. I would be appreciative of that and come up to the mess and say hi. <laughs> if I go see Sweetie, I'm sitting in the mess, so I'll see you. You'll see me. It'll you be know, fun. I don't know why they didn't nominate Bad Cinderella in this category. It's oh. uh no. Oh, sorry, that was the last category. The next one. Um yeah. okay, so best musical. Are you ready? Let's do Are it. Are you ready? Like we don't and... know what Keith's gonna say. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm just going to roll my clip. (laughs) And Juliet, Kimberly Akimbo, New York, Uh New York, Shucked, Some Like It Hot, and Bad Cinderella. No, I'm just kidding. That one's (laughs) (laughs) one. Yeah. I think, you know, everyone keeps saying to me it's going to be Shucked, which I wouldn't be, I would not be upset. Again, Mm -hmm. it's an original musical, which is a rarity these days. Some Like It Hot, I think I would be very happy with that as well. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. it could be Kimberly Kimbo, but I think if you think about what won last year and then what will win this year, I don't think it'll be Kimberly Kimbo, but that's just my opinion. Wait, what won? Oh, Strange Loop last year was the, yeah. the independent, you know, yeah, smaller, little show that could something. Yeah. Right, exactly. So I mean, my three favorites made it in here, so that made me happy. Um, mm-hmm. My three favorites of the season were Some Like It Hot and Juliet and Shucked. So, so yeah, I would be happy with any of those. Um, if New York, New York wins, I will be because <laughs> I don't want it to win. No, it um, won't. It won't. No. And I, I love people so. involved with that. That's what kills yeah. me. I mean, it, it has no business. I, well, well, I, look I, what I, got else got locked out of this. Like Neil Diamond, nothing. Nothing no. got out of that. No jukebox musical for that one. I mean, Andrew we're, Lloyd we're Webber was the only other person eligible for best score. He did not get his nomination. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all we'll say about that. Well, you know, but again, here we are it's like some like it hot you know is my choice so i'm not even gonna pretend um but what i love about this is <laughs> they had no problem saying sorry neil we're not doing you enjoy your we, we're, we're glad neil diamond's on broadway but you're, we're not coming to the did, did you guys see that one no i haven't but i heard great things about it here's what you I know it's about. very commercial but but but, but <laughs> i, I like the way it was set i like the older neil like the, when it started, I'm like, oh my God, this is an interesting play. And I leaned in because it's all about him in like a therapy session discussing mm-hmm. his life. Okay. And, then, and then I didn't like when it would go back into that stuff. But there was something very interesting about all that part of it, which I really enjoyed a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, 
you know but again i don't know how how uh if i feel this is like this is so anticlimactic at this point it's like eh. it's, it's like i hope the show doesn't end up being anticlimactic when we get to that point on june 11th when the tonys right. are finally announced right and, and yeah. it'll be it'll be interesting because you're um i think paul is right it, it could be that you know, we just we keep thinking, oh, some like it hot. Didn't they get the most nominations? Yep, thirteen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, but but I I could see very well because Shuck's marketing team could pull this off. They, they really could. could. Well, I mean, and that's yeah. and that's the other part to the the challenge of all of this stuff because like you know we've talked about this before that the Tony Awards, just like the Oscars, just like everything else, they're just a trade show. You know, these are just trade yeah. shows. And this is an opportunity for a national audience to see what's going on on Broadway and what's happening on Broadway. And because we are lucky to be here, we get to see as much as we can. We get to participate in as much as we can. And so we mm -hmm. take our, we take this time very, we take the, the awards time at least a little bit personal because we are, we are invested in such a great way. And so uh, having said that, I just want to say, first of all, thank you both for taking the time out of your days, taking your, your time away from your busy movie schedule. Stop it, let me toss my hair. Um, to sit and just Listen, chat. Listen, I do that, this. just so you know, I go do that stuff just so I can afford to go see Broadway shows. <laughs> go do some background work on shows. They pay yeah. good money and then I can go and I can use and, it on tickets And be a part Broadway. of this. And, and, you know, because again, it's like, you don't have to. And I, I appreciate the fact that you do. And at the same time, it's just really nice because as I was telling Greg off the air earlier, that I'm having this wonderful kind of renaissance and a resurgence of wanting to be back and involved again. And I don't know if it's because I'm, I've gotten a little bit older and the back is not doing what it used to do with the knees are popping and, you know, and I don't want to go out. <laughs> I don't want to go out like that. And I want to be able to, to do this and continue to do this. And I'm so glad that you guys are hanging out and continuing on with me. So thank you guys both for doing this. And for those who are listening, what do we have? We've got, how do these people find you? Cause you guys are all over the net. Like what's happening? <laughs> well, I've deleted my Twitter, so that's no longer, <laughs> but I am on Instagram at Paul Winkler and Mastodon. If anyone knows what that is. I was going to say, what the uh, hell is that? These kids with all these the damn new fucking apps. And new Twitter, <laughs> I can't, I just can't, I can't. It's too much. Where are you, Greg? I'm on Instagram at I'm Gregory Allen, I <laughs> or just Greg, GregoryGAllen.com, and you can find me anywhere. Right, so they can find out about all the books that you've been writing, all of the the acting stuff that you've got going on, as well as, you know, be jealous of his travels. Because <laughs> that's I what I do. Paris was wonderful. Paris in spring was beautiful. Oh, Paris in spring. For our birthday month, Keith, our birthday month. I love we it. We share it. I haven't, I haven't Keith, been to, Keith. I went to Paris for my birthday once and I haven't been back since. And that's a shame because I need to go Beautiful. back. I need to go Keith, back. Yes, Where honey. can we find you? Well, you can find me. Let's see. I'm in so many different places because my personality <laughs> is split between. Don't being, say Facebook. Uh, well, it's there. <laughs> it's there. But uh, yeah, I'm everywhere on the Facebook. Uh, I'm also at uh KP Curtain Call on the Twitter for those who want to follow us on the theater side of me. The comedy mm. side of me, of course, is at Comedy Daddy. And for everything else, I try to keep all under one heading as KeithPriceComic.com. So hopefully at this point, you know, we're going to all be seen <laughs> as well as heard. And I'm, again, thankful for your friendship and thank you for your time. And thank we you. are going to, hopefully between now and the end of this theater season, as well as into this, this new <laughs> summer of things that are coming, I'll be doing a lot more interviews and a lot more conversations because I miss doing that. Wonderful. And, and we'll Yay. be talking more about theater and everything else. So I love you both. Well, happy Tony season. Go happy see a Tony show, everyone. Season. Happy Tony. Yes. And even if you're not seeing a Broadway show, if you're wherever go you live, something. go see something. Yeah. There's a tour, regional. There's a community. tour, regional, community theater. Because the thing about this that people don't understand is that every person that we talk about on Broadway, especially in these latter 15, 20 years, they were a community theater actor someplace. They were, you know, they moved and graduated and went to some fabulous school and came out and now they're here. They've learned. So it's like, start at home 
and then bring it out to the rest of the world and see what happens. Mm -hmm. So again, thank you guys so much. And we will be back for something scandalous some other time. Ow! Thank you. Bye. Bye.